0: The Outer Limits of In Truth Radio Show. Ryan, that is a freaking awesome question.
1: Yeah, great question.
0: You are the cop. and you do not need anybody's permission. Great question. You're, you're a great interviewer. You're one of the best. That is literally a brilliant question. If this is the best God can do, I am not impressed. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Out of Limits of Inner Truth Radio Show. Out of Limits I'm your host, Ryan. Our featured guest this evening is making their fifth appearance on our program. I can't tell you their point of origin because I have no idea where it is. It's probably somewhere on the astral plane. And when you hear the introduction to our featured guests, you're going to know that you're receiving a stream of consciousness unlike anything else, unlike anyone else. I'm very excited to present this interview to you tonight. I want to apologize for not getting enough shows or more shows up for this month. Work has been absolutely insane, and I'm also going through a bit of a personal matter right now. My beloved cat, my boss, is Kaylee McCormick, is on the cusp of going to heaven and ugh, it is just heartbreaking. I I can't tell you how much I love Kaylee. She uh, she meows and bosses me around like there's no tomorrow, and she just likes to do it. And I I just I need that. I, I don't know. I just I love her so much, and it's so hard. And I've just been a total wreck. So I don't know. I just you know if you connect with an animal, you know how hard it is. So if you have. Animals, dogs, and cats, tell them you love them every day. And if you have uh, family and friends, don't worry about returning the phone calls because they're going to judge you. No, getting kidding. If you have family and friends, you should probably tell them you love them too. But getting back to our featured guest, there's something that I thought about is that our featured guest has a very – I call it unique and cutting-edge perspectives on life and evolution and spirituality. And maybe consider challenging – some of the people that our culture puts on pedestals as, and says that oh they're cutting us teachers because I think there are a lot of teachers out there the mainstream media accepts and some politicians just say are wonderful and terrific and if you know people who are slimy are praising some of these quote unquote teachers maybe there's something up to them because I feel like there's certain teachers that are out there specifically put on pedestals in order to keep you within the matrix of control. Like the establishment puts them out there, says that they're cutting edge, so you'll fall for them. So you won't, you know, investigate or challenge your beliefs any further. So just be very aware about that. I would challenge every belief pattern, every person out there. I mean, challenge even the people on this program. But I just want to, you know, my intention with this program is to, you know, offer cutting edge guests and offer cutting edge insights. So you you can do whatever you want with your life. Always be aware of those teachers that are out there that may not be saying who they are that being said let us begin tonight's program welcoming back to the program it's one of our dearest friends he's a channeled spirit he's a beautiful beautiful channeled spirit and his name is chung fu but we like to call him as mr fu and before we announce him and tell you a little bit about him i want to thank jerome sophie sally for allowing this interview to happen this is the Fourth or fifth time Mr. Fu has appeared on a program, and Mr. Fu is this beautiful spirit who relates a lot of wisdom and information from all different realms. So, back by popular demand, welcome back, Mr. Fu. It's great to have you.
1: <laughs> Greetings to you, dear one. Blessings and peace. I'm delighted to be with you uh, on your on your radio program this day. Blessings and peace.
0: Blessings and peace. So, as you have observed humanity evolve or devolve from your perspective of eternity, are you surprised? Were you more hopeful that humanity would be reaching a place where we would have more respect for one another or the planet? Or are you kind of surprised that? Humanity may have taken a turn for the worse where it's getting more violent and more aggressive and more hostile towards planet Earth.
1: Peace. Ah, dear one, what a very big question. First of all, I do just want to give a blessing to all who may be listening to this at any time. A blessing that goes across time, is beyond time, and that brings forward exactly that. Vast Oversoul of Humanity. And so we welcome the Oversoul of Humanity, the Ascended Brother Sisterhood guiding humanity at this time, Council of the Light, Brother Sisterhood of ancient beings, no longer incarnate, but watching over every single human being especially, strongly, those who choose to evolve, to awaken, to come forward and receive the light that is shining at this time from the central sun of creation. At this time, the Christ light, the solar logos is shining forth. And so we open hearts and receive this blessing, each one who opens your heart. At this time, at any time, that you choose to feel the radiance that comes forth from the Divine. As you open, allow that radiance to come deep within you. For these blessings are coming forward at this time, and this time is a long time, it is a, in your in your lives, it is all of this life that you are. If you are elderly, it is definitely all of your life. If you are young, it is still all of your life. It has been coming forward for the last 50 years, and it will continue for another 100. And so it is that you live at a very special time. You ask me this question of whether I am disappointed. I am coming forward from that Christ energy oversoul. And the truth is that in this evolution, upon the earth, all beings are involved, including all ascended beings, angelic beings, and deities. For upon the earth, there is seated the divine plan, which involves equally to discover the darkness, to understand the negativity, to understand duality, and to rise again from that darkness to discover within each one that light that is the solar Logos light that each one has that opportunity to awaken that light within but strange though it may sound but perhaps logical to some part of your mind you need the light mostly in the dark being in the dark in many ways stimulates you to find that light and so upon the physical plane yes it was known, of course, that there would be a time of great darkness and this has been going on for hundreds of years, thousands of years in truth most of what you and your ancestors know is relatively dark, relatively violent compared to what is coming. And I say what is coming, I've already explained that it's hundreds of years, so I'm not saying tomorrow. But those of you who are born now, I come forward to assist you at a time of change, transformation, at a time when the solar logos is stirring up what you could say is the beast or the dark. And in many, in many senses, fearsome aspects that you meet in your daily lives. Remember also that this light that comes in is the supreme light of creation. And if you decide to take that light in, to embody it, to radiate it, there is no greater power in the universe. And so understand within you this time. No, it is not a surprise. It is not even really a disappointment. It has been known, and you are all here to bring forward and to plant the seeds of a new time. To bring this light in, just as happened thousands of years ago, and before that, thousands of years before that. The light has been appearing in the darkness for a very long time. You knew what you were coming to, dear ones. But perhaps you have forgotten, that is very understandable. And I am here, and many of us are here from the ascended realms, because we know what you courageously came forward to do upon the earth. East.
0: Yes, Mr. Fu, thank you. Now, you describe these things that will happen, that will have this beautiful reality. That seems to be a golden era coming. Well, if this golden era is going to happen, why is there anything? What bearing does it have of what actions we take or do not take? If this is going to happen, why are our actions even relevant? And the second part to that is. One of the reasons why I choose to engage in fight and try to put peace out is because I just feel it's something that's natural. And I think that's something a lot of, a lot of other people do. They're, they're, they're fighting because it's a natural thing for them to want to push this out. And they want to push it out regardless if they're going to be consumed by the darkness in the end. I fully do not expect at any point in time that I'm going to live to see This golden era, I can't fathom it. I don't know if it's going to happen. I just don't feel it's going to happen. So regardless of people pushing peace and light out, if they're taking on this battle to plant the seeds, what does it really matter where our actions are going to have if this golden era is going to come regardless? Peace.
1: All right. I understand your question. So it is not quite like that. We can say everything is known, but we can also say nothing is known. This is the world of duality. This is where anything is is to be created by yourselves. This is you can say it's God, Goddess is his playground. But you can also say that here you you can and you indeed do witness, you can really bring in uh, truthfully your God self. And so what that means really is that here you have the opportunity uh Not exactly to play God, because it's not, uh, you know, it's not really pretending. It's where you are genuinely embodying your best, your highest visions, your creativity, and you are coming forward to manifest that. So you could say to me, oh, so does that mean then that, you know, if we're all not here doing what we do, it won't happen that golden age? Well, yes, in a way, you could say that. You are all vital. It's not that it's pre-programmed, predestined down to the last dotted I and crossed T. It is that it is a possibility and a very strong probability for the very reasons that you have stated that nature is peaceful. In its essence, this planet brings you that potential to learn to live in peace. To learn to live in love, to learn to live in harmony. And you are at the end of an era where there have been races here upon the earth who were supposed to learn to live in peace and learn to live in love and harmony. Some of them did, some of them did not. These bloodlines in, in that sense, that did not learn this, their energies and all that they have created, they come together, those powers, those negative forces, and prevent them now from coming in anymore. What that means is that upon the Earth you have the races of those who have come in as pure light workers. they have come in from high dimensions of evolution, come in to spark that change within the hearts and minds. And you have those who have, are in the bloodlines of an interfering race who has come in and stolen a great deal in actual fact from the earth, from other human beings, both energetically and in many different forms. And so, that is stopping. That is something that is coming to an end. However, of course, uh, the the descendants of, of their beings, uh, these beings are there, and uh, they they will, in that sense, continue to hang on, though some of them will also awaken. So, it is a complex picture, not a simple picture, and no, there's no fait accompli, there's nothing, Set in stone, there are just vast possible openings for this work, for the seeding of the divine plan, for the fertilizing and the feeding of those seeds of light, for each one to take on their work and bring through their inspiration and manifestation of the divine thought, the divine plan. Peace.
0: He's Mr. Phil, thank you for your answer. Mr. Phil, my understanding is that when a person, a human being, or any life, any being completes a physical life incarnation, becomes one with spirit, and it merges back into Source, which is my understanding is the Creator. There is only one consciousness, and apparently that is the Source. And you have been around and continue to teach. Um, from a different plane of existence from a non-physical realm and you continue to bestow your wisdom your love and your generosity to humanity so I'm wondering have you ever merged back in with Source after you completed your last physical life incarnation have you been reborn from Source as a um, an upgraded consciousness of the human being that you once were or have you not yet merged in with Source have you been a spirit on the astral plane from the life form for which you existed on a physical body, have attained wisdom and continue to teach humanity. Are you waiting to um, eventually return to Source? Peace.
1: Thank you, So, you see, I, I am an ascended being, which means that, yes, I have returned uh, to Source, but not in that sense that you seem to be defining it where somehow I dissolve and I am you know, merged into the one and that means I can't return because uh, in that ascension my vow was to serve humanity as for many ascended beings and so they are they are coming back in to still serve humanity. So the ascended beings are all parts of vast oversouls that are merging at one level you know, a bit like, let's say here, you can feel your higher self is more merged with the divine. So, you can imagine uh, these vast oversouls of many ascended beings, and at the apex of their, their ascended nature, they are merged with the divine. So they are like direct channels from the source. But because we are in a creation here, and we are still, as you have heard, Uh, manifesting this divine plan on this planet because it is not over by a long uh, amount of time still that is given within this divine plan. And so we are serving from the ascended realms ongoingly. So I have not in that sense entirely merged with the Source. I am a continuation and therefore I am bringing the wisdom also about the Earth, because that historical uh, connection is very important. That that sense that you all have of time passing and of time going forward, uh, that I am very interested in assisting you to understand and work within and make the very best of. I hope that helps you understand a little bit. He's
0: Mr. Fu and Mr. Fu my understanding is that when we complete our life incarnations at least as human being we review or get to experience how all of our actions affected other people and we get to look at ourselves in a way that I guess is undescribable in human form so from your perspective have you looked at your life your last human life and your other lives in a very comprehensive and conclusive way And if so, what have you learned about yourself during these life reviews? And being that you are an ascended being, that you have not merged in with Source at this time, you are still one of Source's creations, do you have any fears or any vulnerabilities? Are there things that concern you? Do you still retain some of your human-like qualities uh, for the sake of anything, of just being able to relate and communicate with human beings?
1: Thank you, and thank you for your question. So, uh, yes, I have done an extensive completion and review of of lives, indeed lived uh, upon this earth, and the last incarnations that I have had have given me ample opportunity for that. I was a monk uh, for three successive lives at the end of my full period of physical incarnation I then came into the ascension uh, process, which involved me coming back to earth and working upon the earth with that part of the process, the ascension process, that was that was 1500 years ago. And then, so in terms of earth, I, I, I had the memory, I can still remember that. And so uh, in terms of seeing there were many lifetimes where I reviewed uh, in, the, in between, in the Bardos in the time in between and made a lot of adjustments and just kept on working upon my being. Am I now afraid? Not as such. No, I do not carry fear because in that sense, what would I be afraid of? There is nothing to fear in that sense for, for my being and I am protecting the beings I am, of course, working with all around the planet here and within the astral plane. So, from that point of view, it's very important that I can bring a power that is able to be absorbed into places of fear and give strength, give stamina, give resilience, and help people to climb out of where fear puts you, which is in a very compromised place within your soul. And so, no, there is no fear within me, beloved, because the act of ascension is an act of love, of pure love. There cannot be fear when you ascend that there is no fear left. For you have entirely left behind all that could cause you fear.
0: Peace. Peace, Mr. Fu. Thank you. and course of you doing your seminars, which I have participated in, I've loved, you speak, you lecture, I think people feel really good because they're engaging with your frequencies, they're also engaging with other frequencies that are in there. What are your three most important lessons that you are teaching humanity for today? Peace.
1: I am really bringing through the concept of deep soul connection that so long as you are connected to your soul your soul which is connected to your higher self which is connected to the divine so long as a human being you are able to feel your soul you know what is your soul what represents your soul how does your soul speak to you through your subconscious mind your heart, your senses, what is soul, and really be able to recognize your authentic soul nature. It is that soul which has the power to bring you out of imbalance, which which being present within you eradicates fear, which being present within you brings you the memory and the knowledge that you are, of divine origin, that you can never die, that you are 100% safe, and that safety, it lies at the very basis. So then I come to the next most important thing, which is see where you are afraid, angry, grief-stricken, abused, hurt, understand your emotional body where so much is stored that is very precious and and will help you get in touch with your soul. Once you realize that everything inside you is geared towards soul awareness, you know how to use your bodies, how to understand yourself from a soul perspective, then it becomes the most wonderful um, Exploration, detective story, almost every bit of pain is like a, you know, something to work with, something exciting to understand, even though difficult and challenging. And so then that takes me to probably in many senses the most important, which is to take responsibility, to really take on your being, your life, your struggles, to really sit in that place of, it's mine, I will deal with it. I'm not going to put it on to anyone else. I'm not going to blame anyone, father, mother, ancestors, friends, relations, family. They all get to go free by the time you get to the place where you are connected to your soul, where you can find and understand your own being, all your emotions and subterranean content. And you own it all and bring it into an integrity. Then you are in a place of power. Peace to you
0: Peace, Mr. Fu. In today's world, at least the era that we're living in, described a era of darkness, that uh, the world is coming down, where people are treating, mistreating each other. I see it. I see it happening a lot. I always wonder if it's human nature to be this dark, but... What can the people out there that wish to not be a part of the darkness, that wish to express love at the highest form, wish to express peace at the greatest level, what are some of the physical actions that individuals can do to express pure love, to express pure peace, to be a light in a world filled with darkness? Peace. Peace So,
1: the truth is, As you say, there is a lot of cruelty. It is a dark time. There's a lot to deal with emotionally for so many sensitive light workers. It's a very challenging world. You see, if you look back and understand what's happened, you used to live in tribes, in in simple configurations of humanity. I'm not saying it was safe or that there wasn't human nature that there weren't uh, marauding tribes that went around stealing everybody else's goods, because there were. However, they were relatively few, compared to the majority of people who were living a simple life with the land. Now, of course, you cannot turn your clocks back, you are where you are, but as you know, the problem really is, is, is the inequality, and I mean the gross inequality of what some have and what some have not. In truth, the really bad behavior, the cruelty, the wounding, and the negativity, if you trace it back, you will always find an act of abuse, an unfairness, an oppression, you will always find cruelty or something that lays at the root and it can be a whole bloodline that will carry that and that will go unresolved for hundreds of years an old wall something that is carried down the bloodline and there's so much of it on your earth and you have to realize this and those who are the peacemakers the lightworkers It's very important that you understand how to track these woundings back through time, how to propitiate for the ancestors, how to understand that it might seem there are just people on the earth, and that's it, there's nothing else going on, but actually there's a lot else going on. There are many influencers coming in from the astral planes, wronged ancestors, They can be in your family, they can be national ancestors, they can be tribal ancestors. Healing, the most important aspect of the work of peacemakers is to pay attention to the healing that is required. Start with yourself, go to your own family. If you tell me that you are a light worker, a peacemaker, but that behind you There are many broken relationships. There is pain and suffering. There is familial distress and disruption. Well, you then know that actually that is what you came into, and that is what you need to pay attention to. I I do know many beloveds, and it's so difficult for them. They come, they say they're healers, maybe they're teachers, and I ask them, no. How's it going with your family? Oh, I left them ages ago. I mean, they're, you know, they're dead to me, they say, maybe one or two, quite a few actually. And so we start to work. And by the time we finished working, there is at least communication. There is a restoration of connection, except in a very few, very extreme cases. But you see the very fact that they have worked on themselves, they have cleared their own resentments, they've cleared their own anger and fear, they've cleared the places of their own warnings from abuse uh, further up the ancestral line. However, that has come down and that is essential if you are going to be able to be an effective channel for peace. After that, of course, also, you will be able to form better relationships, you will be able to create brother-sisterhoods upon the earth because that is distinctly what is lacking. That you are working, a lot of you, singularly, know very much on your own. Some of you have managed to create some groups and that is wonderful, that is what's needed. To create affinity groups, to create strength together, to have a solidarity of the reality that you are creating, to live it. To realize that the power is where you live it, where you create community and live with a new way of communicating that is peaceful, that brings opportunity for healing, resolution, harmony, communication, communion, love, peace, harmony, have to be lived first. That is how they are most powerful and that is how their light goes out the furthest into the world
0: peace Peace, Mr. Fu Um, I really appreciate you answering that question and for the people on earth who consider light workers is there anything that we can do right now is there a secret that we can have a competitive edge on the darkness because the darkness that's out here they're using everything they can to push back there they're manipulating people with sounds with visualizations they are probably incorporating I would imagine dark entities across astral planes to, to, to push their agenda through So this idea of this battle of consciousness being a fair fight I believe it's I don't believe it at all I don't think that it, I don't think it can be a fair fight I almost feel that you know if it's our true test if it's truly a battle, For the future of humanity, or for the future of consciousness in general, or the shift and where all conscious beings are going to go to, I think that all need to be putting their best um, effort forward. So, is there anything that light beings can do to get a competitive edge on the darkness that it seems to be dominating uh, the world
1: as we know it today? Peace. Well, don't be fooled by that for a start. Don't believe what you just said. Okay. Don't say, understand that what you say empowers, that's exactly that you speak of. I am not even going to speak about it. Okay. <laughs> see, don't listen to me. I, that's good. That's I'm... exactly how they work. They got you believing them, all right? Oh, my goodness. So don't believe them. <laughs> you see? <laughs> it's kind of funny. Right. My, wife,
0: my wife feels the same way. It's like, don't believe in it. Don't don't believe what he says.
1: So, like, awesome.
0: So, wait, well, you're, you're my wife. I want
1: to love it. All right. Well, she's there. You know, give her a hug from me. That's it. All right. So, <laughs> so the point is, you see, that is the way. Fear. That is exactly the way. This so-called darkness, which, by the way, it isn't so much that it's literally, you know, it's very confusing. This word dark and light, because you look up into the sky, it's mostly dark, but actually, there's a lot of light there, and and it's it's terminology what we can say is those beings uh, who do not understand those beings who are ignorant who do not realize what they're doing is all going to reap a cost upon themselves so we have great compassion for them and you don't don't think that your love is wasted to send it to those Ogres within your societies who are behaving atrociously. Don't think to yourself, well, you know, uh, uh, you know, they, they, well, I, I'm not supposed to think about them, so why should I send them love? Well, that's different, you see. L- look at that thinking and believing in a negativity that is being propagated to terrify you. That's one thing. Loving them, that is the only thing that defeats the fear. So you have to raise your love, because unless you raise your capacity for love, you got no chance anyway. So whichever way you practice love, you practice compassion. You know, there is a wonderful practice, you probably know it. Maybe many of you have been by it's a Hawaiian practice called the Ho'oponopono, brought out recently again uh, by the Dr. Hulain but actually practiced by many mystics over the millennia. And so this practice is where each being takes this ultimate responsibility for the whole state of everything and says, I love you. That means to you, to God, Goddess, and the whole of humanity. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for everything that is not connected and is not loved. Please forgive me for any part I have played in all of this. Thank you. Thank you for this opportunity to evolve, to purify my soul, my heart, my mind. Understand that it all comes back to the same energy, that to create power, you must be in your power. To be in your power, you must be in ownership of every aspect of your being, emotionally, mentally, sensually. So there is no getting away from the fact that it's your responsibility, each and every one, not to be had by the ghouls, not to be persuaded by the so-called great big power beings who are like a puff of black smoke, who mean absolutely nothing within the divine plan in all truth, however much they huff and puff and try seemingly to blow your house down. If your house is made of love and of connection to the divine, Nothing can happen to you. Even unto death, nothing can happen to you. Because the loss of your physical body, in that sense, in this vastness of your evolution, of what you will be giving, if you are holding that power, your soul will simply come straight back with even more power and energy. So you must understand each and every one That you have great power with you at this time, but you have to embody it, it has to come into you, you have to practice, you have to become that instrument of this power, and that is challenging, and that is exactly what those beings are trying to say, don't bother, don't bother. We're much more powerful. Don't don't bother. Don't try. Oh, please don't try, because we know you're going to have, be victorious over us if you do that stuff. So don't do it. Don't, don't, don't meditate. No, 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 no. You don't need the light. Oh, you know. And anyway, we're all going to win. You see? And that's, that is the pernicious power that you're talking about. But you don't need to be beholden to it. If you do your inner practice, and if you gather together on the inside... And what I mean by that is, understand, there are not just millions or trillions or zillions, but infinite number of souls and beings of light who are overseeing the world of this time. And despite all that you call darkness, we are, if you want to call it a fight, well, it isn't even a fight. We are just permanently victorious on the inner plane. Know this. Just... Know
0: it. Peace. Peace, Mr. Fu. And my understanding,
1: well, if I'm looking at
0: reality right now, the illusion of reality is at the present moment, I maybe have had – well, let's see. I've had past lives. I'll probably have future life incarnations if I'm insane enough to want to take on a physical body, which hopefully my higher self knows that this is the end. Don't get any ideas, higher self. That's probably listening to this radio show right now. (laughs) But um, of all these different lifetimes I'm living and all these other different lifetimes you've lived and other people, all these different incarnations, the focal point of attraction seems to be right now is that it's in the present moment. It is, you know. 2018 and I'm in a physical body I'm, I'm pairing with this human being so I'm wondering why is that so why do I currently or does anyone have the uh, illusion that they are currently um, seeing reality through their physical life incarnation why do they not have the same focal points of attention and consciousness and awareness of consciousness for their past lives and the future life incarnations if we are all if all things are in eternity why do, we, why do we have this illusion of being side
1: of one body right now? Peace. Because it is, in that sense, part of the divine plan in that way, that by being fully incarnate in the physical body, you are most challenged to feel the multidimensionality of your being. It is the most difficult. Uh, is to be physically incarnate. It's it's what you all choose in order to evolve your higher consciousness. Because in order to achieve and maintain your higher consciousness, as you've noticed, takes a lot of work and a lot of effort and not everybody is able to do that. And so you come back and come back until you can. And uh, that's right, beloved. Uh, your higher self <laughs> definitely listening.
0: Yeah, your higher self. You, and um, for, you know, I don't know for anyone else out there. Uh, you know, talk to Mister Fu because Mister Fu can access your higher self. But if you talk to my higher self, please don't ever, to my higher self, don't ever, ever, ever take on a physical life incarnation again. I want, I want to hang out with you. I want to be your apprentice in the next life incarnation if you'll have me. I'll, you know, I'll get your coffee. And, you know, we'll help out humanity. And, you know, there'll be another radio show like this. And you we'll, know there'll be Mr. Fu and Ryan. And they'll get two for one. You know, <laughs> brother, a <laughs> all right, well, I'm just trying to think of something to do when I don't take on any more physical life incarnations. I'll be a ghost. <laughs> and so wanna be right. a, I want to be a ghost that haunts
1: people. <laughs> <laughs> and so there, there you are, dear. And that's right. You answered your own question. Because, you know, that, that's it. Until... Until it doesn't matter to you really whether you have a life or not, you're going to be coming back, beloved.
0: Good. Mm. And what am I going
1: that, to... that's going to make you very strong. And you actually do really want to be strong. I know you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs>
0: absolutely. I. You should see when I go to the grocery store. I walk in with ten different bags. I want to lift all the bags now. I'm kidding. Just all things aside, I do want to be strong. But, uh, Mr. Fu? Where do you see your next life incarnation? I mean, as of right now, you're teaching humanity. You, you last well, and I'm, you I'm going
1: to come back I'm going to come back in about 500 years, to okay. you and, mm-hmm. yeah. and, and I, I'm pretty sure that by then it'll be a very different Earth. All
0: right, I, I want. I'd like to come back with you, if possible. I mean, I think that. I mean, if if I, if you were coming back and we we could hang out, I think I would make an exception for that. as
1: long it as there was. was we will talk about that when when. A lot later on, do you when when you come to spirit world? All right. Oh, that's really wonderful. <laughs> right, um,
0: Make a date. <laughs> Mister Phil. We've time for just two more questions, and one of the questions I want to ask you is, in your experience, is there any particular color that has the strongest divine presence? As far as if you look at a certain color, what resonates very deeply? And would, if you look at it, will trigger um, some peace within. And also, are there any particular sounds that you recommend human beings focus their attention on in order to raise their vibration, in order to give them the inner peace?
1: Peace. Well, mm. yeah, yes, they're good questions. And you know, there are some beautiful, radiant blues and violet rays that. Bring in that uh, you can literally feel the divine energies coming in through and especially uh, If there is a golden light added to those rays, so gold and blue and violet They are extremely evocative in the physical realm in the spiritual realm where their true essence is You can almost say that they are the presence divine so when you see that energy in the physical, it is representing a presence that comes in from, um, and so uh, yes, it uh, reminds me of the last part of your question. Oh, sound. That's yes, right. Sounds. Yes. So sounds uh, are uh, so it's interesting to speak of. You know, there are there are musical terms for sounds that. Uh, are the heart center sounds, the the crown center sounds. But, you know, it's very interesting because in different parts of the earth, they slightly change, but they are around about the tonality of the G, the F sharp, the G, sometimes just under the F sharp the G in terms of the musical tone. This is a very powerful heart centered and crown-centered sound. And so, yes, I, I, I would choose that tone Excellent. in order to attune to the divine key.
0: Peace. And Mr. Foote, final question is that in on-earth years, the years 2018 were coming up on 2019, and usually around this time, when we were about to have a new year, people have New Year's resolutions. So one of my New Year's resolutions is to not snore loud. And the other resolution is to not annoy my wife as much as I did in 2018. And I'm going to fail both of those New Year's resolutions easily. So I'm just curious if you have any New Year's resolutions by chance. Peace.
1: Well, peace, beloved, because, you know, there are so many New Year's at this time. So, you know, there are here in this place where I live um, many, uh, many people who are celebrating the Celtic New Year. Then you have got your new year, and then, of course, I am very attuned to the Chinese people who have a new year a couple of months later in February. So, uh, resolutions, beloved, mm. <laughs> they are coming all the time, and truth, my teachings are all about constantly supporting the beings with their resolutions with their new day resolutions in truth, with their new life resolutions, because this work that I do, it is about supporting or to change an enormous amount. But as you so rightly demonstrated uh, with your (laughs) resolution, which you have already set to the failure place. Well, well, it's
0: it's impossible. I mean, I I, I drive my wife crazy. I can't try. I try to... Even when I'm trying, I I make her crazy.
1: Because...
0: But I'm honest about it. I mean, I'm not going to like go out there and like I'm going to get my effort. I mean, who knows? Maybe we will succeed. I mean, it's been eight, it's been nine years.
1: Uh, <laughs> so, you see, this is the thing, Diwan. It's a deep subject. You know, the annoyance of your wife, rather than you annoying. Try you know, yes, to crazy, a light way. All right, well, well, we'll have a private session about that sometime, <laughs> shall we, <do> it? <laughs> That's Wonderful. <laughs>
0: Mr. Mr. Fu, I want to thank you so much for being with us again, uh, everyone. Mr. Fu has been a huge part of our program. The very first show Mr. Fu appeared on was our show, and we are so honored and so blessed. And Mr. Fu, um, as we close out all of our interviews with a blessing, I would like to just uh, come forth and say uh, thank you so much. I thank all the divine beings and all beings that uh, who came here with love to allow this interview to be possible. I wish you... Sophie, Sally, Jerome, and all members of your family, an abundance of love and peace from the bottom of my heart. Blessings and peace, it is a great honor.
1: Blessings and peace, dear one, may the living spirit that is within all things come forward to you, to all beings, be present, listening, bring the love, the power, the light of your higher self connected to the divine into your mind to bring positivity of thought, Upliftment, clarity of perception into your heart to bring courage, confidence, compassion, and love, especially self-love. And bring to your body good health, power, personal power, stamina and strength, abundance, deep soul connection, love, and deep understanding that is beyond the mind. Blessings and peace, dear ones blessings and peace, Mr.
0: Foo. Thank you so much. Okay, everyone, that concludes tonight's edition of the Out of Limits of Inner Truth Radio show. Special thanks to our featured guest, Mr. Foo, and special thanks to the virtues who are coming back big time. Ms. Carrie O'Connor, Miss Lisa Kaza, and Ms. Constance Stelis. To learn more about the Outer Limits of Inner Truth Radio Show, please go to our website at OuterLimitsRadio.com. Until the next time we meet, my friends, I wish upon you an abundance of peace, love, and beers. Take good care, and thank you so much for listening. Well, we're on the cusp of that magical time of year again. You know, that uh, magical time of year where they play commercials and say, "Yeah, you gotta go out. If you love someone, buy them a toaster. Buy them this piece of crap. Show them you love them for Christmas by buying them this piece of crap. Here's an idea. Instead of getting someone you love a piece of crap for Christmas this year, why not get them a reading with Miss Lisa Casa, Miss Constance Tellis, or Miss Carrie O'Connor from the Outer Seven 70 Truth Radio Show? Give them the gift of insight into themselves, because they're going to return whatever piece of crap you buy them. They don't; they're not excited with the gift you're giving them. No one is. No one likes their presence. They just smile for the cameras and say, "Hey, man. they're lying." You give them the gift of a psychic reading with Miss Carrie O'Connor. You learn more about her by going to her website at kerryoconnor.com. Carrie can read auras, she can look into your field, communicate with the dead I mean, communicating with the dead, over for a piece of crap present you're going to give them they're going to return anyway, that's a much better deal you can get them a reading with Miss Lisa Kaza a psychic empath, amazing direct to the point she'll provide insight on a person who's trying to find a job, trying to find romance in their life that's a great, great gift or you can get them a reading with Miss Lisa, with sorry, Miss Kaza Stellis, the Astrophenom Get their charts done. Find out what 2018 is going to bring for them. I'm telling you, you get them a reading with either one of these uh, amazing ladies from the out of Limits of Inner Youth Radio Show, and they're going to be happy. No joke, no return, nothing. Get the greatest gift you can a reading with these individuals, and forego the piece of crap this year.